Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. That must have been some kind of doll. She was. Welcome to the Sick Mom's Guide podcast. If my mom can do it, you can too. Happy December. Hey, it's me, your host, Jen Hardy. If you don't know me, I am a mom to seven kids, ages seven to 29, and the wife of an amazing retired soldier. And I've started this podcast to give a voice to moms with chronic illness, because let's face it, we've got some stuff going on that other people don't have. And I want to acknowledge that and help make things better. And right now it is the middle of December. And no matter what your religious preference or non-religious preference or whatever is, this is a time of year where people are talking about holidays and how we're having parties and getting together. And it's supposed to be a time of joy, no matter what it is that you're celebrating. But to be honest, a lot of people find it to be the most stressful time of the year. And I want to talk to you about that because I want to bring joy back, right? Because we're going to celebrate the new year. All over people celebrate the new year. No matter what your religious background or anything is, it's a big deal. A lot of people start New Year's resolutions where they decide they're going to do something new and exciting for the new year. For me, I've just started mine this week because I find I have a lot of pressure when I start it on January 1st. So I've decided I'm going to kind of get my life together a little bit and be a little bit less stressed out. So I've been putting some things in place to do that. And I can talk about all that on another episode of organizing my phone and giving myself limits just like I do for the kids and really prioritized what my wants and needs are and where I want to be spending my time because I found myself wasting a lot of time. And uh, so I encourage you to do that too but not right now because we're getting ready for the holidays and we're going to bring joy back to the holidays. And here's how my family's doing that. We are celebrating Festivus. Now, Festivus is a made up holiday from the Seinfeld show back in the nineties. And my husband had never really heard about Festivus before. And we were talking about doing it. So we pulled up some of the the episodes and the clips on YouTube and discovered that it was a lot more of a negative holiday than I had remembered. And we're not going for negative because quite honestly, we could have enough negative with the holidays that we've been celebrating. So we've decided to make some changes. And I want to talk to you about what we're doing with Festivus and encourage you to create your own holiday. And I also want to encourage you to stop doing the things around the other holidays that bother you. So first, we're going to talk about how to make your holidays better, especially with your extended family. And then we're going to talk about how we're creating our holiday in our house to make it just the way we want. You don't have to suffer through the holidays. Okay, number one, set yourself some boundaries. 
You do not have to have Aunt Edna stay with you for two weeks over the holidays if she upsets you or if she upsets your children. She can stay with another family member. She can stay in a hotel or she can just stay back home. Maybe for the past few years, Aunt Edna has come and stayed at your home. And now that's what she and everybody else expects for you to do. But I'm here to tell you that even if it's what everyone else expects, if it is hurtful to you, painful, toxic, whatever, it's okay to say no. I'm going to be honest with you. I am raising kids that are in first grade and fourth grade now, and then I've got a bunch of older kids. When you look at the generations like millennials and Gen Z or whatever the next one is and all that stuff, I literally have children that I've given birth to in three different generations. How crazy is that? And I was in my 40s when I had my last one. And I I did have my first one in my 20s. So it's really, really nuts. But I digress. So back then in the 80s, in the early 80s, okay, back in the late 80s, when I had my first baby, there was a lot expected of us. And you just you did what you had to do because people told you to do it. And that's just how it was. And that's how it was in the 90s when I was raising my kids. And my in-laws at the time and my parents would be like, well, this is how you're doing things. This is how we've always done things. And it doesn't matter what you like or what makes you happy because you're going to do the things that we tell you to do. And even though I was an adult and I had my own children, I believed them. And so I did the things even though they made me upset. Now, there's another school of thinking that just says blow off everything and you never have to do anything that accommodates anyone ever. And I don't go that far either because I do believe in family and family is very important to me. I've had seven children for a reason. I love my kids. I love the idea of having a huge family around. But I also believe in my mental and emotional health and that of my children. And I know that I'm not going to continue to do the things that I used to do that made me upset and made my kids upset. And you don't have to either. And yes, if you say, I know Aunt Edna's come and stayed with me for 10 years, but this year, Aunt Edna, it's just not going to work out because we have a lot of other things going on. Our family is growing. Whatever the reasons that you give, it's okay. And you may catch some flack and you know what? It's just got to be okay because you need to be happy. Okay. Number two, I want you to eat what makes you feel good. Okay, so if you eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch and dinner, unless you've just had your tonsils out, you're going to end up feeling really sick. And that's not going to give you the nutrition you need. But eat what you like. Because remember, you're an adult. I remember, oh my gosh, it was about 10 years ago. And I was talking to one of my friends and she goes, yeah, you know, every year my friend and I go to Gatlinburg and our husbands stay home and take care of the kids and we eat ice cream for lunch every day. It just rocked my world hearing that. And that may sound stupid to you, but I just never really pictured having dessert for lunch. Also, I want you to bring food, speaking of food, that you can eat to events. Okay, so let's say you're having an office Christmas party and you're like me and you can't have gluten and you can't have dairy and you can't have eggs and you can't have carrageen. And you're like, okay, so the one thing I could have eaten with would be the salad, but someone put cheese on it and now I can't eat it. You can bring your own stuff. So you can label it, right? You can say, here's a cake and it's gluten-free, dairy-free, egg-free. And other people may not think that that's the most tasty thing, but if you've labeled it, they know that they're in for something different. And 
you're getting something that you can eat because you should let yourself do that. It's okay. And you know, you might be helping somebody else who's afraid to speak up at one of those things. And they get there and they're like, Oh my gosh, finally, there's something I can eat. So don't feel bad about bringing something that other people may not like that you can eat. Because like I said, you're it's going to make you happy and it's going to help somebody else possibly, you know, or just being a big fruit salad because most people can eat that, right? You can probably eat that or whatever your thing is that you like, do that. Number four, we talked in the last episode. If you haven't listened to the last episode, it's really good. It's about anger. We're talking about being a mom and having anger and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that I talked about in there is expectation, because I just heard this amazing quote, and it's expectation minus reality equals frustration. So think about this. Let's say it's Christmas. This may not be a holiday that you celebrate, but you can picture this because it's on television. So let's say your family is going to celebrate Christmas and you envision all the kids waiting for their gifts and you get up and you make some coffee and you're all going to sit around and they're going to quietly open their gifts and you're going to stay together and your whole family's going to hang out all day and it's going to be a nice relaxing day. But your kids imagine getting up at six o'clock and tearing to that Christmas tree and ripping up open their gifts, whether you're up or not. And your sister and her husband who are coming over or boyfriend or whoever are there, they're planning on taking off and not even hanging out all day. And then some other people are there off watching TV and they don't want to spend time with you at all. Well, you're going to be really disappointed because you have all these ideas about what you want your day to be. And if you put your foot down about your thing, other people are going to be disappointed. So instead of waiting till the day, it's a good idea. And I know sometimes it's awkward, okay? And you don't want to step on anybody's toes and you don't want to make anybody upset. But what's more upsetting? Calling someone up a week before the holiday and saying, hey, how do you see things going? and listening to them. And then you can have a casual conversation about it and making a plan that you mutually agree on or waiting till the day, having somebody end up fighting, leaving in a huff, slamming the door and then being upset. Okay. So take the time in advance to sit down and talk about it. Trust me. We used to feel real awkward about that, but now we do it and it just lends itself to better things. So after a conversation, then you can explain to the kids, you do need to wait for me to get up, right? And tell your sister, hey, I know you guys want to go do this thing, but can we have an hour where we all just kind of sit and hang out? And whoever the other people are, can you come sit with us for an hour too? I know you're all busy, yada, yada, but it's important to me that we have family time. Is it important to you too? Can we make this happen? And you might not get your whole day, but you might get that hour. And then when everyone goes to leave, you're not feeling crushed because you already knew it was coming. And they're not taking off early because they know that that's something that you want to stay. So it's just a win all the way around. Number five, change things up. Just because your family has done something for 50 years doesn't mean you have to do it if it's something that you don't like or you're uncomfortable. Maybe they have a cookie exchange and you spend the night before Christmas baking cookies until two o'clock in the morning and you can't even eat those cookies because now you're on a restricted diet and you hate that cookie exchange. It's okay to say, 
you know, we're going to show up two hours late tomorrow because I can't eat these things and I don't want to be a part of that. Or maybe your parents always did gifts on Christmas Eve, but you really want to do them for Christmas morning, but you feel guilty because you're breaking your tradition or whatever. It's okay. It's okay to do things how you want. It's okay to communicate your wants to people. And especially when you're the grown up in your house and you're the boss of your house, you know, you can decide how things go in your own home. Even if other people who are older are coming over, it's in your place. And even if it's somewhere else in someone else's place, you can have a voice. And it's a good idea to have a voice because then you're going to feel more empowered and you're going to enjoy yourself more. And number six is kind of the opposite of that. So just because something's happened for the last 50 years, doesn't mean you have to change it. So kind of that, if it's not broke, don't fix it mentality. Like just because all of your friends don't do X, Y, and Z thing, doesn't mean you have to stop doing it. You might not do that thing with them, but you can still continue what you want to continue. Or maybe there's some things that you kind of like, but not really. Well, find what those things are and change them up a little bit. You know, like when my husband was growing up, they got an orange and underwear and socks in their stocking and that was it. And when I was little, we got really huge expensive presents in our stocking. So we compromise. Nobody gets socks and underwear because honestly, nobody wants that in their stocking. Let's be real. But we also aren't putting super big expensive things in there because now we've got seven kids to buy for and they can have a little bit more realistic things. So we talked about it. We decided not to chuck the whole stocking idea, but we compromised on something in the middle. So number seven, do as much or as little as you like. So I put a thing out in my chronically positive moms group and I was asking them, you know, what are you going to skip this year for your own health? And somebody said decorating. So she's always decorated for Christmas. It's been a family thing. And this year she has a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree and she's going to set that up and that's going to be her thing. And Tiffany, you're rocking that. And I love it. There's a couple people in our group that are opting out of certain family gatherings because the people are upsetting to them and they just don't want to have to deal with that anymore. So they're going to do that. Somebody else is committed to not going to a mall this Christmas because it's so much work. And I'll be honest, I don't go to the mall either. I used to love the mall. I mean, as teenagers, you know, that's what we had to do, right? We'd go chill out at the mall. And then I just, I honestly enjoy shopping. I am one of those typical girls. I just really like it. I absolutely believe in not paying retail though. So that's part of the reason I stay away from the mall but they do have some good sales around this time of year. I just don't like the parking and the hassle and even the handicap spots are all taken right now. And then people are just rude. And for me, it's not fun. It used to be a very joyful thing to do, but now it's not. So I've changed what I do. And now I'm finding my joy on online shopping. And a lot of places, I'm really right now this year into JCPenney's and Kohl's, even though I don't know. I don't typically shop there, but they have such good sale things right now. And they have things like Lego Star Wars, which my son's really into and different things like that, that you wouldn't even think of those places are more like clothes. But online, they've got all this stuff and these really cool shopping coupon codes or whatever. So we are saving tons of money. And so for me, that's how I'm having my fun. I've also 
oh my gosh, I have to share this Christmas tradition. So every year we make Christmas t-shirts and, oh wait, no, I'm going to get back to that. Okay, hold on. One last thing. Number eight, take time for yourself. If you think that you do not have two minutes to rub together, girl, you are too busy. You need to take some time. And I'm not talking about it like between midnight and two, you know, that time between when the last kid falls asleep and then the first kid is up for nursing or to go potty or whatever. I'm talking about when you're actually awake and you can enjoy something, put your kids down for a nap in quiet time and zone out on Netflix or take a bath or take a nap take some time this time of year, the weather is changing and it's all weird and it makes our bodies weird and we get tired and we have to deal with people we don't normally have to deal with. Work can be busier or quieter. Either way, it can be stressful. So just take that time, okay? So now I'm gonna talk to you about Festivus. I'm so excited about Festivus. Oh my gosh. So here's the deal with Festivus. My older daughter lives in Washington, D.C., and she couldn't come for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, which broke my heart because I just don't like the idea of being without my kids. And But I'm learning to let go, and my adult kids are adult kids, and they have lives. And you know, I'm so glad they do have lives. They're not living on the street. This is a good thing. They all have good jobs and great friends, and they're surrounded by loving people. And I love that. So in order to be the best, most loving, supportive mom, I had to create a holiday where I got to be with my kids. Because to me, holidays are important. But when I started thinking about it, does the name of the holiday have to be what's important? No, no, it doesn't. So just because Thanksgiving and Christmas have been in the past our biggest family holidays, that doesn't mean they have to be our biggest ones now, which is another thing for you. Let's say you have all this extended family and you don't get to pick how things go on Thanksgiving or Christmas and it's like run to his family and run to your family and run to the other family and you're just going, going and it's not joyful and it's not fun. Well, maybe you do need to do those things because that's what family does. But why can't you have your own holiday? You and your spouse, your husband or your partner or whoever you're with, or you and your friends, if you're single, have a friend thing, you know, like there's friends Thanksgiving now, Friendsgiving, whatever. But you don't have to call it Festivus. You can call it whatever you want. We just picked it because people have heard the name and my kids were like, ooh, Festivus. It caught their attention. And the second I said Festivus, they were in. Well, then I had to create what the heck we were going to do. So what are the things that I want out of a holiday as a mom? Number one, I want my kids there. Well, I've got that because I said a weird thing and they're showing up. Number two, I hate to cook. I hate to cook. I keep telling my husband, I want us to just like not eat for a solid month and then I'll be able to cook again. No, for real. I know we can't do that. Our kids need to eat. They need to eat healthy. I just can't stand it. And if one person asks me, one more person, what's for dinner? Oh, my head's just going to explode. So guess what we're doing for Festivus? We're getting Chinese food because there is no food tied to Festivus. Well, technically it's a meatloaf on a bed of lettuce, but that is from a sitcom and we're not living in a sitcom. We do what we want. So at Festivus, on TV, the thing there's a couple of things. There's only a couple things that are part of it. One of them is the airing of the grievances, and the other is feats of strength. Both of those things are really negative things. 
And another important thing to me is to have a positive and joyful day. And a lot of the other holidays have lost their joy because we've been through a divorce. I've been through a divorce. My husband has been through a tough breakup that involves a child. And because of that, there's always been custody things over the holidays and who's doing what on this day and who's doing that on that day and letdowns and all those things. Well, guess what? Festivus has none of that. Festivus isn't about anybody else. It's only about me and my husband and our kids and us as a unit. No one else has their fingers in it and there's nothing negative on it. Is that awesome or what? So we have the day, we have the kids, we have the food. Um, I'm also going to buy a couple of those pre-packaged gingerbread houses. And instead of feats of strength, because the thought of my adult sons fighting with my husband is mortifying and definitely not joyful, we're going to have a bake-off, which doesn't even involve baking because I said I hate cooking. So I'm buying pre-made gingerbread houses and they're going to decorate them. And that is going to be the feats of strength. And guess what? Everyone's going to win because yes, we are living in the day everyone gets a trophy, but this is a holiday where we make everyone happy. And then they get to bring their home things home and eat them. So what else are we going to do? Well, a lot of holidays have gifts, but we have seven kids and that's a lot of Christmas presents to buy. We're buying Christmas presents still. And our kids also have to buy presents for everybody. So the last thing we needed was another holiday that involved gifts. We also are all trying to purge our homes and get rid of all the extra junk because even though we purged a year ago, we still have found that we have a lot of clutter. So it's going to be a white elephant gift. It's something out of your house that you think somebody else might like, but you don't want anymore. Wrapping it three times, having like with a, like a white elephant gift exchange. Some people call it dirty Santa. That just creeps me out for some reason, but that's what we're going to do. So everyone gets to go home with that. And that's the thing. But the really cool thing, my favorite, favorite, favorite part, and this is a surprise to my kids. So it's a good thing they don't listen to the podcast is instead of an airing of the grievances, because that's a part of Seinfeld's Festivus, we're going to do, I don't know what to call it, some kind of airing of love or airing of something. But what I did is I went to the dollar store and I bought these super cheap because we're on a budget um, photo albums. Okay. And they've only got 12 little pages in there. But that's okay. That's all we need. So what I'm doing is I'm printing out a pr picture of each person. So this year, that's also going to involve my older kids, significant others, because they're all coming. And that's cool, because we love them. So it works out really good. So in each album, on the left side, when you open up the pages on each page, is going to be a picture of one of us, a parent or one of the kids or their significant others. The right page is going to be blank. Then I, it's a four by six book. I'm just going to have these pr pictures printed, right? A dozen of each person to put in each book will have each person's picture. Then I got a big stack at the Dollar Tree of 200 four by six index cards. And what we're going to do on Festivus, instead of airing our grievances and saying bad things about each other, each person is going to write a short note to each other person. So like I'll write a note to my husband and to my oldest daughter and to my youngest daughter and each one of those notes is going to go next to my picture in their book. 
So like when I open my book, The Day After Festivus, I'll have a picture. The first page will be my husband with a note from him. And then I'll turn the page and it'll be my oldest child with a note from her to me. And then I'll turn the page and it'll be my next oldest child with a note from him to me. And throughout the year, as we're a separate and we're not together during the other holidays that I'm going to really miss them for, I'm going to be able to go through that book and I'm going to look at their pictures and I'm going to see their writing because as adults, they don't write to me that often. I don't get little handwritten notes like you do when your kids are little, but we are still going to do it with the little kids too. They're going to be a part of it. And my little kids will have that for their big siblings that are out. And my daughter who lives in DC, she'll have pictures of everybody with notes. And it's just, to me, the most exciting thing. And you could adopt this for any holiday. You could do this at Christmas, just get a thicker book and have everybody that's coming for one of the days have one of these things and just take 30 minutes and have them write a note to each person. Because doesn't it just sound wonderful? I just love that idea. So I'll let you know how it turns out. I know that my older boys aren't going to be too into writing it at the moment. I am springing this on them. I'm not telling them in advance because uh, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. And I'm not asking permission. But I think once they get at home, they're going to really be thankful that they have it. So that is our big memory thing. So like I said, I got them at the Dollar Tree and then I'll get the pictures printed. And right now Walgreens has all their pictures 50% off. So it's going to be less than $20 for everybody to take home something that is probably the best gift that we're going to get all year. So, and, and the last thing is every Christmas, we have a Christmas t-shirt decorating contest and I buy pajama pants and then I have shirts made, well, let's be real. Every other year I've made them. I like iron on or I spray paint on. I've actually made stencils and done it all and done all these things with whoever wins the t-shirt contest, their picture gets on everybody's t-shirt. And then we have matching pants. And every year we have that. Last year we had these pajamas, these like hoodie footy pajamas. And I've got a picture of everybody from my seven-year-old all the way to my husband with these zip up pajamas. They're adorable. But this year, we're not all going to be together on Christmas. We're not going to wake up Christmas morning and be all together. Several of the older kids have things that they're going to do. So I made Festivus shirts. And I'll have a picture of that on my website. It's going to be jenhardy.net dash episode 44. You can check out the t-shirt. I am so excited about it. And I'm actually going to have it up on my T Public store and my Threadless store. So if people want to make a shirt, they can just print it off and you don't have to go through the trouble of designing it because I agonized over it way too much. But that's what we do as moms, isn't it? So anyway, that is how we are going to change things this holiday season to make them better. Those are some of the new traditions that we're going to start. And I really hope that after listening to this, you can do something that lightens your load a little bit and gives you a little bit of joy because whatever holiday you're celebrating, it should bring you joy. That's what holidays are supposed to do. And it shouldn't be a burden. So let me know what you think. You can email me jen, J-E-N at jenhardy, J-E-N-H-A-R-D-Y dot net. Email me and let me know what you think about these ideas. I really want to know what you think. And if you try one, Oh, email me and send me pictures or 
go to my Facebook or Instagram or whatever and and share stuff with me because I want to know what you're doing to make these holidays good for you. You know, we work so hard for our kids, but we can't do it to the point of us being miserable because when you buy your kids everything, but you're a mess and you're grumpy, you know, that's not helping them. That's not doing good for them. They need a mom who's happy and who's there and who's present. Hey, that's kind of like being the present, right? But it's true. It is. It's goofy, but it's true. So let me know what you think. And if you like the podcast, if you're enjoying this episode, I encourage you to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. You can do it in Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. We're about to be in Pandora. How cool is that? Basically, any app you're in, they have a subscribe button. Just click on that. Subscribing doesn't cost you anything. It's always free. And you'll be able to get all the new episodes when they come out. And it's just my way of knowing that you like the show because that's great feedback for me. Even better feedback, if you want to go a step further, you can rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or in your app, and that tells the rest of the world what you think about it. And uh, yeah, especially if you love it, I want to know. If you don't love it, send me an email so I can make changes, <laughs> because I really want to know how I can make it better, because this isn't a show without you. It's all about trying to help you make your life better, because there's not anybody else working on helping moms with chronic stuff. And I want to be your go-to person for that. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with me and to listen. I really appreciate that. My music today is A New Day by Scott Holmes. And next week is going to be another episode about loving yourself. And it's going to be a really good one. So I encourage you to tune in, click that subscribe button. So it's automatically downloaded to your phone or your watch or wherever you're listening to the podcast. I look forward to talking to you next week.